What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of In The Numbers with Keegan and Josue and we're made it to episode 3. Keegan, this is awesome that episode we have made three. it to episode 3. We have made it this far. I look forward to you coming over and, and recording this. I did. I look forward to it all day. This is amazing and thank you so much guys for just keeping in touch with us and if you're watching us right, thank please you. like in Facebook. And if you're listening to us right now, just follow our podcast on Spotify so you can get the best content on the NFL side, on the business side of NFL, mm-hmm. and the NFL and the sports side of the business thing when we discuss all the cool, really cool stuff. I want to say something really special, Keegan. Like, Please do. I had some feedback from a really good friend of mine back in my hometown, Henry and the guys from the AIP theater team. Thank you so much for being just right. in touch. And guys, stay in school. You can do it. Do all this awesome stuff that you want. And I know you're back from my hometown in Panama. And I know sports is kind of not a thing in there. Guys, if you really want to do the things in sports, just go forward and follow your dreams and study and pursue it. You, my guy Keegan right here is an MBA with sports management major. So I think it's really cool. And it is obviously possible. There are a lot of possibilities for you guys. So keep in touch, craft your art. And do it, man. Just follow your dreams. Thank you very much. And like he said, I mean, even if you don't make it professionally, uh, as he mentioned, I have a degree in sports management and we're going to be. And <laughs> the, uh, there's plenty of opportunities elsewhere, even if it's not professionally. Um, the numbers continue to grow with billions and billions of dollars. And if you want to work in sports, you can do it. And I, would, I love sports and I'm looking to do it because... It's amazing. It's amazing. Guys, thank you so much directly yes, thank you very for much. Barcelona, really? from Barcelona. And okay, let's continue. Keegan, I told you. I told you if you have not listened to yes. the episode two of our podcast in which we nailed the personal brand thing. We did. Flash we did. news this past week. Cam Newton revealed in his vlog that he lied about his foot injury. It actually bothered him. Yeah. It was not about the press conference, like, hey, no injury and all this stuff. And once again, I'm not talking about this because I'm a Pan- Carolina Panther fan or a Cam Newton fan. It's because we nailed it. Mm-hmm. His format in his vlog gave him a platform for free speech in which he revealed that he wanted to test out if he could do it at 80% and he obviously couldn't. And now it's all on the NFL media and all the news about the true feelings of Cam Newton, which I think enhances his personal brand which is amazing and I once again I encourage you guys if you no, did not watch the last week episode number two we talk about personal branding and how can you benefit from it just go in Spotify and click that play button play it. and then let's see he says we Josue was very this was this, <laughs> Come this, on, was this his, is a team this, this is a team doing. effort more it was I wasn't too familiar with this vlog I've since watched it but it's a perfect example to see how these athletes create their brand and maintain True. their brand. When he could, when he has a million microphones in his face every second, he easily could have came out and said, hey, this is what's going on. But he chose to go through his personal brand and really explain you know, the truth as to what's going on. And that creates credibility, that creates a whole nother thing towards his, uh, that brand that he's been working hard on. So you nailed it, Josue. Bro, I love Cam Newton, man. I just you hope do. he can come back and just Pretty. play for us. All right, now let's go to the topic today. Yes. Keegan, a really cool thing that we all love to do at a certain point and stay with us until the end of this episode just to listen to our thoughts on it. Yes. And it's this fantasy football thing. <laughs> now, Keegan, yeah. what is fantasy football? Like, can you go through it like, and explain to the viewers and listeners what is fantasy football? I will try to explain it as simply as possible. So, 
stay with me because it sounds a little like a different idea, like a, a confusing idea that doesn't sound very fun, but it is. So what it is is you, usually between eight to 12 players you'll have uh, that you're playing against. Typically a group of friends. You will draft different NFL players. The, NFL, the, the way the scoring system works is for every yard you gain or for every completion you get, for every touchdown you throw, there's different point possibilities. And you obviously, you go head to head against one person every week. When, you know, once your draft's complete, you put your best lineup out there, your best, and the way that they perform on the field, it is then translated into the algorithm scoring that you and your, you know, that you and your group came up with. And that outputs a final score. The final score between the two teams is the winner. Two teams being me against you, if you have a team. All right, of, of, course, of course. So there's two different different platforms that we've seen of fantasy football that's come about. There are one week, you know, this is more so your formal fan duel draft kings. This is a, you draft one team every week, and then the next week you draft a new team, and then the next week a new team. The other one is a free platform. That's your Yahoo, your ESPN, your NFL, and that is just you sign on for free. You log in with your buddies, and you you play one. You have one team throughout the whole year. You can trade. You can stay interactive with the people that you're playing with. But I tell you that there are two different reasons because you know we'll get to that um, here in the near future. But the way that. Um, we can see that both platforms are being successful. We can see that through the numbers over the years. And I think you have some numbers on the money that is going into it through these investors that are seeing the same thing that our smart eyes are seeing and seeing how successful that this is and can be in the future. Yeah, of course. Yes. And well, something really cool about what you mentioned is like, for example, I didn't know about these companies like before with this research, like the FanDuel, the, the yeah. weekly. Yeah, yeah, because for example, I think that's only United States. But right. I'm more used to the free, you know, the free platforms harder to play when you just fool around and play for, I don't know, pride. Right. Maybe, maybe you just buy a trophy. Right. Maybe you just, I mean, buy in with your friends. Like, hey, just everybody put 100 bucks or something like that. And right. you just, every, the winner takes it all, you know. Right. But when we did this research, research about these companies, I was amazed of the capital that they have raised through the years. Right. Now, we have found this really amazing article. It's actually in sportsmanagementdegreehub.com about these fantasy football numbers that we are going through it. And Keegan, up to 2015, if you can just scroll down, there you go. Yep. I'm just watching this number. Can do it on this computer. There you go. On the upper side, more, 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 more. There you go. So, DraftKings, up to 2015, have raised in venture capital $426 million. This is, in my concept, an online casino. Like, honestly, Keegan, this is an online casino. When it comes down to it, and the way that they make their money, it is gambling, I mean, it is a casino, and they have raised, I couldn't believe that number either. I mean, it's crazy, and FanDuel. The other, the, 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 they're very competitive, there's two players in the game, and FanDuel raised a lot of money as well. $363 million. I mean, these are companies that have raised a lot of money throughout the year. And which is more amazing for me is who are the investors actually of these companies? Right. Because we have, and now this is not only NFL, this is across uh, sports. You can play fantasy of that sport, let's just say Major League Baseball, mm -hmm. Major League Soccer, uh, NFL obviously, right. uh, and yeah, the National yeah, Hockey yeah. League as well. Mm -hmm. So these companies are investing in the fantasy football and the fantasy 
um, environment. Like we're talking about NFL owners investing. Obviously, we don't have specific names, but we do know as far as this article is reliable. NFL owners are investing. Right. NBA owners are investing. There are companies, Google side companies that are investing. Right. Fox is investing. NBC is investing. This is absolutely Here, crazy. I have a bigger one. The NFL themselves have partnered with DraftKings. Oh wow, that's I mean that's I mean, that's crazy. And if we think about it, um, it's really interesting how this platform is not only raising money for investors because they do get a lot of money out of pots. Right. Like when you're betting into the pot, another cool fact, guys, like up to 2015, did you know, Keegan, that Damn. according to this article, these companies raise twice as much revenue mm -hmm. as usual and regular Las Vegas casinos. We're talking about a whole new game here on the betting side of business, you know? about these companies versus usual and, or, and casinos that are not as reliable as these companies, which is basically even the same for me. It's absolutely nuts. Right, and you know, Vegas is obviously a huge established concept and a brand that people go to and put money down throughout the world. So for them to have more money put into it is, I mean, that speaks volumes for these two. Now, Keegan, like, what are the other ways of these companies like make money and what investors are looking for these companies? Because we're talking not like your normal natural person investors are Keegan or me. We're talking about big, rich names. We're talking right. about NFL owners. We're talking about big companies as Fox and NBC. So what are they seeing here? Like, So, I mean, as we've mentioned, the, the, the popularity of NFL continues to rise and the idea of them monetizing things i mean we know it, it's not a new concept so True. fantasy football has come along it started in the 90s and it's gone through um obviously till today and in 2017 the fantasy sports again this isn't just football but sports True. concept uh was seven billion dollar industry and that's just in, U that's in usa and in canada well <laughs> uh almost 60 million people playing fantasy sports 80% of those are your numbers guy. 80% of those are the fantasy football. So huge, huge chunk going towards fantasy football. This is what these investors are seeing that people are going to these websites, people are participating. Usually, typically people are losing money in these in these one week, course, yeah. in I mean, these like, one week like leads that you're just bit. gambling on. So yeah, you're back gambling, so right. you must lose money. Sometimes. So again, the reason why we explain the two different types is the weekly, makes their money in a little different way, as we kind of touched on. It's right. more of a gambling site. They are taking different percentages of the different bets that are placed. If I if I bet against you and uh, I win probably, I'll, I won't get- <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. I won't get all of that. They will take a, a, just a little piece for them. And that obviously adds up to whatever it is. Um, and then the other, the way the free sites work is since you are playing for free, and you are, if we do bet, it is just amongst each other. You know, you, yeah. like you said, $100, winner takes all. So these free websites like Yahoo and ESPN and, and NFL, they make their money pretty much just off of ad revenue. Right. And the way that they can um, justify this is the amount of viewers, the amount of time spent on these pages, how many times they're coming back each day, and obviously putting that in front of the advertiser's face saying, look at all these people. Yeah. I mean, 60 million people are playing, I mean, between USA and Canada. It's crazy numbers, people are seeing it. And I mean, good for Yahoo and ESPN. This is a, this is a free thing that they can just show people, hey, look who's coming, look how much we can, you know, we can make with this. And um, it, it's easier and easier to use. 
I mean, everything has, it, it's all gone digital. And you can see in 2008, there's a huge spike in numbers of users because of your smartphone. So now that it's gotten easier, the numbers continue to rise and these investors see it. We see it. True. I mean, it's crazy when you, I really like what you talk, what you talk about it because, for instance, um, that these DraftKings and FanDuel are amongst the top five investors on ads out there for, right. the, for the NFL. And such as, if we include companies such as Warner Bros. and Geico, which I'm tired of those Geico right. ads. Like, enough I have Geico. Like, come on, man. Enough with like, the Geico. Enough with Geico. Honestly, it's right. it's nuts. Like, I'm tired of seeing those ads, honestly. But, like, it's crazy how much they invest on advertisement. Mm -hmm. And and even the free, plat the free platforms, let's yeah. just give them some credit because when we talk about marketing and business, I think it's really cool what they're doing in offering something for free, right. like a value for free. And yeah, you're right, not even in the sports world. This is just True. a free concept that all you need to do is sign up and, and you're in. And it's a game, right. you know. It's and a game, yeah. So basically just play for free. I mean, you don't need to play for free if you want, mm -hmm. but you offer value. You, that freebie concept when you talk about business, right. Right? so you can monetize and advertise my money like for these right. companies. Like, hey, this is our audience. They're basically building an audience, millions of people, mm -hmm. pretty much into it, watching it, engaging it, right. and companies are getting money through advertisement, and that's how they make the money. And it's not just these Yahoo companies and these all of these new networks, like you said, I mean, these Foxes, they've created new content and shows and can now advertise on those new shows. And it's just this, just this whole idea of, a, it's fantasy. Yeah. I mean, it's a fantasy and you see these, like, we know people now. You have your, what's the ESPN guy, Rick uh, Barry? whatever his name is, right. they, but they've created their own, um, you know, they have, they've created their own brand within fantasy football. Oh, all right, yeah. And like the way that these companies, I mean, now they have, they'll have um, 30 second advertisements um, just on your average Yahoo sports website. And I can only imagine the money that's going into it, so. And something, another something really cool is like, this give the people a reason to keep watching NFL every yes, single that's week. the biggest part. Not even people that is absolutely like engaged with the sport, like for example, you and me that were leading into our teams and all this stuff, because right. not every viewer is like that. But the NFL, I think has leveraged this mm -hmm. fantasy football business yes. of trying to keep the people engaged. I mean, they have, you go to the website of NFL.com, mm -hmm. if you go to videos, they have like, okay, top recommended fantasy players, you know, like, which is crazy. It has nothing to do with NFL, no. nothing to do with the sport in itself or the decisions that are made around the sport. Right. But they have this because obviously they want people to go into the website, people to be engaged and they're casual viewers, but they are into fantasy football because they just want to hang around and play right. or maybe just, I don't know, gamble some money. <laughs> right. And I can speak like not even talking about gambling and money, I can speak on my behalf, is when like my friends and I would go, when I lived back in Indianapolis, we'd go to games, uh, and honestly, like a few years ago, the girlfriends weren't always totally involved. Right. And not just girlfriends, like a lot of people weren't involved, but you can see through the idea of like, now I have someone to follow. Now sure. I have different players and different games to follow. And you would see people that typically wouldn't like, you know, the game of football, I'm not saying it's just girls, Boys as well, if you didn't like it, this is a reason to get involved. But it, 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 it makes the game more interesting and not just the game you're watching, all of them going on. Like we'll be at a, a Colts game and they will show 
uh, the leading quarterbacks of fantasy football. People will wow. cheer wow, and wow, like wow, wow. it's it's that involved. That, like a whole stadium is like, man, where's my how what's my running back done today? And they'll show it, and it's it's everyone's engaged in it, and um, I think it's I I enjoy it. I could. The NFL has done a tremendous job, like leveraging these fantasy football platforms, like to every to give the people a reason to watch and consume the content. I have one more amazing. thing before we yep. move on to. Um, there was a f tough couple of years for the NFL. Back to, we will go back to 2015, is what, when there were the, you know, the political tensions, uh, there were different players getting in different trouble for like really bad things on video. And it was, it was a tough span of like three years and the viewership actually declined then. I've read a lot about how fantasy football, it keeps people that, you know, that might be done with it, might be done with it because of those reasons or what, it keeps them tied into it and they've been able to kind of flip their image or whatever and, and kind of PR their way out of it and a lot to blame. And the past two years, the ratings are up. So they right. figured it out and a lot to blame for the, you know, for this, for them to be able to kind of weather the storm is fantasy football. Keeps people engaged no matter who you are, Would we, we saw 29% of the players that play fantasy football are women. Everyone's involved. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's authentic. Now, I have a bold statement here. Bold. Let's hear it. My bold, you know that NFL section when they do bold statements bold, every... Yeah. Bold statement here. Let's get it. Which, I, I, don't, I mean, if you steal this idea, if you're a company out there, I don't even mind. I just want to say it. Yeah. But if you follow the business model, I want to go specifically to the free platforms. Okay. I would not be surprised, Keegan, ball statement, in the less, in next five years, if the NFL, because they have a fantasy football app as well, right? Apart from the ESPN and I don't know what are the other free platforms they out there. They all have apps, yes. But anyways, at least the NFL. I'm pretty sure that in less than five years, it will cost you something to download this app. I don't know, $1, $2, five bucks, I don't know, all right? Okay. And since they have built an, built an audience already, people will still pay for it mm -hmm. in order to play. Which I believe it totally makes sense. It's like, it's basically like another mobile game, you know? You have a free right. version, there's a Candy Crush, you right. want more lives, you need to pay up upfront a little bit. Right. So I would not be surprised if that really happens. I don't know, and they can do something for the people to, to do it. You know, they can, I don't know, offer tickets to the Super Bowl, I don't know. Like, okay, if you're a winner, you can uh, participate in a contest to yeah. win these prizes, which would be really cool really cool idea for an NFL to start doing it. But the whole statement here is like, I believe since they have built an audience already, people yes. will still buy it and do it. I think that that's a very interesting take. And obviously they're going to try and monetize on anything that they can possible. True. So this is a idea that like, uh, I, the only reason I am a little skeptical is because the, the, yeah, let's just compare Yahoo and ESPN. Those All are right. the top one. Okay. So those free sites, Their platforms are, if you can imagine, very similar. And you right. can tweak your own settings to your league how you want them. I think if you're going to offer, uh, let's just say, $2. We'll call it $2. If, you, if I'm going to pay $2, that better be justifiable because I could just go to the other competitor for free. Assuming that they haven't gone to the charge as well, so if you, I like the idea of like the, the maybe the Super Bowl or like some kind of way to twist it to the idea that to justify, I'm a paying customer. This is better. We're better than them because of this. 
here's pay two dollars all right well I'll, I'll, we'll see That's let a very me let me take. show you some numbers here according to this article which yeah. is crazy and again this is my personal take um the average entry fee for the at least 80 percent of the nfl play of the nfl fantasy football players that are like on DraftKings and FanDuel that I like to bet they pay in an average 50 dollars Dude, I will not pay $50 to play fantasy football. Like, that's, I will completely not do it. But you're telling me that I can download an app for $2 or $5 to win tickets to the Super Bowl if I win that fantasy football that's league? That's true. I will totally do it. And I'm not gambling my money. I'm just, let's just say, investing in it sometimes. Which I think they can leverage that. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. It's still on, I don't know, baby like, steps, but it'll I be like really it. cool. You're definitely right. I mean, if, if you can get your little skin in the game for a $2 download, I don't know. You're on. You might be something. It'll be really cool. Now, Keegan, yes. your thoughts, your take on fantasy football overall. Do you overall, play? Do you play it? I do play. It. All right. I do play it. So it, I I enjoy it. I've been doing it for years. We'll call it almost. We'll call it eight years. And it's always been well, with the same group of people. It's same like my high school friends. We started it way back, and it's become a constant. Almost like it's a constant in our life. And it's a weird idea that this has become ingrained. Like. Not just in ours, but in a lot of America's you know day-to-day -day things during football season is fantasy football. It keeps us engaged. It's I'm do I did my draft from over here in Europe. Somebody was doing it in California. Some and everyone else in Indianapolis got together. So it was cool that everyone gets together. It's enjoyable. It's social. You can you can win sometimes. I usually I'm not very good, at it. <laughs> but it, it's fun. Uh, it becomes frustrating when because it's completely out of your hands at some point. I mean, you can yeah. set your lineup, but you're just watching players as if you. It gets frustrating. So, you know, someone on your team can get hurt, like Saquon Barkley. Not saying that happened to me. Happened to me. <laughs> uh, so I had him. So it, it's fun. I enjoy it. It's a social thing. Um, I would if you haven't done it, I would suggest it. I'm. You, you tell me what you think out you being a consumer out of the country that's yes what I, I mean and that's another because for example we i mean there are some betting companies you know but not as high as these companies you know right. uh, that the one that we just mentioned in this episode but uh, for example i started like different like you i started three years ago to play right. and i mean my first year my rookie year if we need to play some stats i went to the super bowl mm -hmm. i lost the super bowl but at least i went the year after that i lost in the right. championship game Obviously, because I consume a lot of NFL content, so I'm I'm really yeah. updated like which other players are out there and mm -hmm. all this stuff. But this year I decided not to play because the thing that I don't like about fantasy football, I mean, it's fun, it's engaging, it, it gives you more a reason to view more, you know. But I don't like the fact that I cannot concentrate on the Panthers, you know. Like I really like my team, I really like Carolina Panthers, and those two years yeah. that I played, it's like. For example, this always happened to me. My Panthers play against a team that has a player that is in my fantasy football team. That's the word. And yeah. it's like, okay, please Panthers win 40-0. Right. Or at least just win 40-20 and those 20 points, please, this player needs to do all the touchdowns. Yeah. It's like, I mean, and your your mind is going through that because I'm competitive. Right. I like to win. I enjoy to win, you know? And that's the reason I decided not to play. I mean, I'm not saying it's fun. It's super cool. It's super it, engaging. Yeah, but right. That's what I don't really like. You know what I mean? Like, right. It can have you cheering for people that you wouldn't normally typically ever cheer for. Or against your own team sometimes. Don't be that guy or yeah, girl. Yeah, please. Don't be that guy. Stick to what you know. Have some fun. But, you know, don't cheer against your team. That's that's the end. I mean, that's this is this was a really cool episode, King. I did, All it, this stuff about fantasy football, I think, is really amazing for people because they are not aware of it right. pretty much. And, I don't know, it's just... 
to see in the numbers the things that are more than just fun and engaging. Right, and we, we my friends and I don't pay a dime, and we're <laughs> but here's that's the thing we're on their site every single day, and guess what they do? They turn that into money, and that's what it's all about. Now a little disclaimer: we're not encouraging whatsoever for you to gamble your money. No, no, no. My take on it is like that's a waste of money to gamble. I mean, some people do it for fun, but don't don't consider it an investment. If you don't allow that two dollar or five dollar app, that will be an investment. That will be another thing. But if you don't play with your money, man, I don't think that's a really smart way to, and that's the reason I don't think I will do or engage with these companies because that that's not the way I like to spend my money. Mm-hmm. But hey, we cannot like discredit these people that are actually making money doing this, wow, which is which is crazy. Well, again, we're now in the end of our episode. Once again, guys, if you're viewing us from Facebook, thank you so much, and hit that like button for more content. If you're listening to us to in Spotify, just push that following button so you can see every week, every week the content about the NFL side of business and the business side of the NFL. Once again, this is Keegan and Josue saying goodbye. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out.